Welcome back to another episode of the Unfiltered Coach Podcast. The two of us are here and we are going to discuss some of the biggest distractions inside of your day and how they are stopping you from really, really, truly being productive and what we're going to do about it. Yeah, I'm really excited to dive into this. This is something as a perfectionist and a self-proclaimed over high achiever, I've struggled with my whole life. So I have some hacks that I've come up with and I know you have as well. Absolutely. Mine usually start with not caring, but uh, we're going to dig into that a little (laughs) bit, a little bit deeper. But we've had the pleasure of talking with a lot of brand new nutrition coaches over the last couple of weeks and guiding them on the, the first steps of their journey. And what we've noticed is a lot of them, as we start to break down, planning out their day, we're really seeing a lot of this stuff resurge and it really brought to light some of these things that we've done ourselves and we really, really want to share it. And I think a lot of it starts with right first thing in the morning, right? It's how Mm -hmm. we start our day, I think is one of the biggest things. And it not only is like a time suck, but I also think it can be kind of like a mental shift as well. Yeah, totally agree. I think that ultimately understanding, you know, at the very start of your day, what it is you need to get accomplished and not overextending yourself is the very first step in figuring out what you need to remove from your day, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think so much of it really stems from this planning process. It doesn't start that day. Like you need to know what you're doing that day the day before or the week before. You need to make sure that you are planning. But I think as soon as you wake up, so many people, what is the very first thing we do in the morning? We reach for our phone. Yeah. And our phone is our biggest, biggest distraction. It's crazy how many times, I don't know the research, but I guarantee that there are studies that have been done that show us how many times we actually look at our phone in a given day. Yeah, for sure. I know I like will check my phone randomly every 15 seconds. Sometimes I catch myself just picking up my phone and looking at the screen and like nothing's changed, but I just can't help myself. It's that compulsion and that's the society we live in now, right? So I really have to check myself and I know a lot of people listening are probably doing the exact same thing without even realizing it. A hundred percent. You know, we get that little hit of dopamine when we see that notification pop up, we get excited. You know, did somebody comment? Did somebody, you know, send me a message? Did I get a text? Did I get an email? We're always checking our phone because we've been conditioning ourselves to always be looking to get excited when we get that message. And then we immediately want to check it. Mm -hmm. So I think first things first is Do not check your phone first thing in the morning. I think that's so important, not even from a productivity standpoint, but don't start your day comparing yourself to other people on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. I think too, you just need some strategies to not check it, right? And it all starts with getting clear around how you want to start your day. So what we do with our coaches is we establish that morning routine, right? And when the phone isn't a part of that morning routine, it becomes a lot easier to adhere to that structure, right? Rather than just saying, don't check your phone. Well, no, let's just replace that habit with a new habit that's actually going to serve you in getting yourself ready to go for the day, to be productive. Yeah. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. A lot of times we just try and remove something or not do something or not think about something, but it's very, very difficult for us to do that. We need to 
interject and replace it with something else in order to actually make that change. Yeah, for sure. So usually, I mean, what I like to do is I don't even... I mean, I've actually been kind of bad at this lately, if I'm being totally transparent. But first thing in the morning, we get up and we go to the gym, you know? So I'm on my phone because I listen to podcasts and I listen to music. But if I have emails and text messages that come through, I've trained myself to not open them because then I get sucked into this spiral of replying to clients and reminding myself to do things later. And I can't enjoy that morning for myself. Yeah, I think that's important. I know for me, the biggest shift for me was, you know, the new phone that we have has that do not disturb mode. My phone is in do not disturb. So I don't ever hear a vibrate. I don't ever hear my phone ring. I don't ever hear a ding when I get a text DM or a notification on my phone. And that's been vital because it's so distracting. Mm -hmm. So my phone sits in do not disturb mode all the time. If I have a number in my phone, it'll still ring. So if I get a phone call from like my parents and it's an emergency, my phone is still going to ring, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting bombarded with every little email, every little text message, every Instagram DM. You know, I'm on so many newsletter lists. I get hundreds of emails a day. It would drive me bonkers if I got a freaking ding every single time. So for me, the biggest thing is phone sits in do not disturb mode. So I it does not even start to come to my mind. Yeah, for sure. And there's also apps you can get that help with this, right? There's one that I was using called Forest and I really liked it for a while. And then I was sharing with our our Momentum Labbers today that I actually... Um, uninstalled it off my phone because (laughs) it was annoying me how I wasn't able to stick to what the demands of it were. So essentially what it does is it limits your time on certain apps and it tracks how much time you're spending on there. And you kind of like set how much time you want to spend on, you know, your Instagram and your Facebook and your email. And if you go over that, you have this little plant that's growing and you slowly kill your little plant. And my little plant always died. So I uninstalled it. (laughs) So I win. No, but it was just really good awareness to say, okay, you know, I'm on this app hours a day. What am I doing? You know, am I sending hours worth of DMs? Am I posting hours worth of content? No, I'm scrolling. So like check yourself and understand that, you know, you need to become aware of where you're spending your time. And if you're wasting it, then figure it out, you know, like set some boundaries and create some structure around that so that you can be more productive. Yeah. I think awareness is almost always the first step. We need to become aware of what we're doing, where we're spending our time. If we ever want to try and reallocate that. And that's why we have all of our coaches start time blocking. We do it ourselves. We do it extensively. These things need to become scheduled within our calendar. And, you know, I don't want to jump into email just yet, but you know, Instagram becomes when I'm spending my time on Instagram, it is for business. Yeah. We need to make this shift of Instagram for pleasure to Instagram is a business tool. It's part of our content strategy. It's part of our outreach strategy. We need to remove that innate desire to just scroll and scroll and scroll because what happens is when we try and actually use it for business development, we just start scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Schedule that time in. 60 minutes for Instagram outreach where you are using it strategically for business and start to reprogram how you're using these applications. 
Yeah, I think too, you know, going into those time blocks with a plan, because I know when I have like my direct outreach blocked off and if if I'm having an off week and I'm like, well, I don't know who to reach out to or whatever, right? It's it's wasted time. You know, you end up scrolling anyways. So going into each of these blocks of time with a laid out plan that you kind of map out the night before so that when you get to that block of time, you can just take action and you're not wasting time falling into self-doubt or comparison or procrastination because you want to do it perfectly, but you can't, right? Yeah. And I think also overcoming that innate desire to have to respond to every little thing the moment it comes up is really important as well. You know, and, you know, I'm sure you have a strategy. You know, my strategy has just been, you know, it's not life or death. Like, you know, somebody DM'd you, they can wait till three o'clock when you have it in your calendar to be spending time on outreach. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're going to lose that client because you didn't reply to them within 72 seconds of them sending a message, you know, emails, all of these things just need to become a part of your routine or else they just simply are going to expand. And then all of a sudden we're not getting anything done in a day. Yeah. For sure. And I think some people struggle with that more than others. I know I struggled with it way more than you ever did, you know, and that just comes back to my people pleasing nature. And that's not in your nature as much as it is in mine. Right. And so it just gets, it's important to understand how you operate with your clients and your limiting beliefs around what is required of you in order to be the best coach that you can be. Right. Because ultimately, you know, you're right. People don't expect you to reply instantly. In fact, when I used to do that, my clients would tell me all the time, you know, I don't expect to reply like right away. I'm like, well, yeah, I know, but that's just how I work. Right. And that's just the story you're telling yourself because no, that's not how you work. That's a demand you're placing on yourself. And you're actually just stressing yourself out way more than is necessary when really you could put some boundaries on that and rein it in and actually feel a lot better in the flow of your work. And usually that story is stemming from a belief that you're going to lose the client if you don't reply immediately. Or you're just like not as good of a coach as you should be, or you're not doing as much as you should be in order to help them or whatever it is that you, you believe. Right. And that usually stems from perhaps how you've been coached before or how your parents treated you or whatever, right? Something in your past is, is, has taught you that that's what needs to happen in order for you to be a quote unquote good coach. But it's just, it's not true. And that instantaneous reply to your clients is training them to expect it. Okay. So understand that unless you're willing to do that with all of your clients, you better pull those reins back real quick because otherwise it's going to get away from you and you're just going to burn out. Yeah. And you're going to have a very hard time trying to retrain those clients. Yeah, you can't. You know, it's it's very difficult to pull back on things that you once gave. So yeah. try and set that. Just understand we've been there. Yeah. <laughs> do things, learn from our mistakes, do things right the first time. You do not need to respond to every single message. And that brings us into the next distraction is email. Yeah. You know, like we said in the morning, so many people, they wake up, they roll over, then they're checking their email. Mm-hmm. When they sit down at work to start their day, the first thing you're doing is email. You, If that is, you need to change that right now. Do not check your email first thing in the morning. Yeah. That is a no-no. I schedule my email 
twelve thirty every single day for half an hour, I smash my email. Yeah. I do not look in my inbox unless I'm trying to find something until 1230. Yeah, I can't even open my email tab. Otherwise, I get sucked right in because I'm like, oh, my God, look at all these people who need me, you know, and it's I don't know what that complex is. I think a part of it is, you know, feeling needed feels good. And, you know, look how much I have to do today. And I'm going to feel really productive and get all this done first. And then I'll be able to do everything else. But you don't realize that email is like the never ending black hole. And once you start, if you don't have a time block on that or a time cap on that, it's so easy to be like three hours in and you're stuck in all of these email conversations with people. They just keep emailing you back and you can't break the cycle, right? So yeah, a time block is huge for email. Yeah, because email so many times turns into like text message Yeah, where it's like this email sent back to them and then they quickly reply back to you and then you quickly reply back to them. (laughs) And it's like, you're not getting anything accomplished. I legitimately, I'm laughing because I legitimately have had, this has happened to me multiple times where I'm texting a client who I have a call with later that day. And I'm also emailing them at the same time about a different topic. Like, I know that sounds fucked up, but this happens. It happens so much. Like, I'll be emailing them something and then they'll just text me something completely different. So I'll respond to that through text and then they email me back regarding the other topic. And you get caught in this little cyclone of conversation when really, you know, just hop on a phone call. Okay, figure it out in 10 minutes rather than wasting your entire life stuck in all these devices. Like, this happens to me a lot. Yeah, or you're you're texting with them, but also DM. DMing with them about two not exactly the same, slightly different topics. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And it's just like, what the fuck am I doing? Yes, for sure. It's happened like on Facebook Messenger or on my phone or actually all three sometimes. It's nuts and all with the same person, you know? So just understand that you need to treat email like email. You need to treat it professionally and it's not a social platform. Like you're not trying to be social there. You're trying to do your work there, right? So treat it as such, you know, respect the confines of that and, you know, honor yourself in the process. Yeah. I think the the biggest tips I can give on these is when you start your day, you should be doing your revenue generating tasks first. Yeah. Your, your money makers always got to get done first, push email to later in the day, whatever that time is, it needs to be later because if it is first thing in the morning, you know, like it is simply going to just soak up so much time. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some fire you need to put out. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of days later, you're going to notice the important tasks you need to get done that day are just not getting done. Mm-hmm. Push email later in the day. And I also find when I put that time constraint on it, I get through it so much faster. Yeah. Because you, I have this, you know, um, where I will leave something if I know it's going to take me longer than like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden I have all these emails in my inbox or I'll like not open something because I kind of have that like yeah. fear of it's going to take a lot of my time. Like all the emails from me. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Snooze. <laughs> but actually it happens all the time. So I agree. I do the same thing. And I think it's human nature too, right? And then 
if you just tackle it with within that confined time strain that you've given yourself, you feel better, you feel more productive, it didn't suck up all your time, and you can actually move your business forward, essentially, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, 100%. And simply, if you, if you work in a team, just let them know how you work. Yeah. So like we have an administrative assistant who is like the quarterback of what we do. And I tell her, if you need something immediately from me, send me a text message. But you don't check your phone. But I will check my, <laughs> my phone gets checked more often than my email. I'm just kidding. I might, I might go two days without checking my email. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I might go a week without checking my voicemails because I know yeah. that the people that need to get a hold of me, they have an avenue to do that yeah. and I will check it. Yeah. You know, it's, you have to just let people know your workflow. It's totally fine. Yeah. You know, if a client truly needs you, they can give you a phone call. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you'll see that phone call or you'll see the message and then you'll, then you'll connect with them. But if they send an email, you can't, no one's going to send me an email with like, they need an immediate response within the next five minutes. I'm sorry. It's not going to get done. And people will learn and adapt to how you operate. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. But it also starts with you figuring out how you want to operate. You know, like you can't start setting all these boundaries and make it really difficult for people to get in touch with you because that's that's also not conducive to good client retention and good relationships. But if you start to honor yourself a little bit more and respect your time a little bit more, your clients will see that and they will respect it if you're professional about it. And it just really comes down to that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's a really, really good point that we need to outline. Mm -hmm. The caveat here is you have to tread that line between respecting yourself and respecting the productivity and development of your business Mm -hmm. with still being an accessible coach in the early stages of your business, you have to be inefficient and you have to put in that legwork. There's people that have been in this game for many, many years. They have super long wait lists for clients and they can set the parameter of you're not allowed to text me. It has to be in an email. Yeah. Or things like if you don't check in with me on X date by this time, I do not look at your email till the following week. You know what? That could be something in the evolution of your coaching business if you want to be like that one day. For me, I'm not going to do that. But no. what happens is if you're supposed to check in with me on Monday and you send your check in at 4:59 and I'm done at 5 I'm prob. I might that if I didn't see that email come in, it might get looked at the next day. Right, and that's realistic. As opposed to me staying up to three o'clock in the morning because a client checked in with me at two a.m. because they were late checking in. You have to try and find where is that line for you, and it's going to be different for everyone. But understand that you still have to be able to grow your business. You need to avoid burnout and you just simply need to respect yourself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I get lost in the technology of the business, like doing hours of email a day, or I'm just like randomly scrolling through Instagram, A, usually it happens when I'm already feeling burnt out and B, it just burns me out faster. Like I get to the end of the day and my eyes are burning and my head hurts and it's just like, what was I doing all day lost in this technology? And when you're, when you're knee deep in that all day, you're not driving your business forward. No. You have done nothing. Like all of the attraction or content creation or all of these things that are like getting you out there and building your authority are not being done when you're just consumed in like 
checking emails and like, ooh, a bathing suit sale. Let's go check this out. Like, hey, those are important sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's the, those little things. So, you know, schedule in your email. Don't check it first thing in the morning. You know, start to put constraints on when you're using Instagram because if you start to, you know, just get drowned in scrolling all day long and you need to have dedicated time throughout the week that you're scheduling when your phone is in do not disturb mode and this is like deep work get shit done time because you need to be having that time in your week where you're actually moving things forward as you get busier and busier this time is going to become more crucial Mm -hmm. it's you know it's almost hard when you're brand new and you have nothing scheduled within your day it is really hard as well because it's difficult to try and time block when you have all the time in the world. Right. Yeah. And I think we're just naturally trying to fill that time. Right. And it's with busy work, right? With, with busy work. Totally. Totally. And in the beginning, it's okay because you do have the time. Right. But understand that if you have time, creating as much content as you can, you know, reaching out to as many people as you can and providing value. You don't have to waste your time scrolling through online because you just have the time. You could be taking leaps and bounds forward past all of your new coach competition and really just crush it so much faster. But none of us really think to do that. I know I didn't in the beginning. I just literally came up with a really fucking cool acronym. What? And we're going to call it the three C of Instagram for business. Okay, I feel like this has been done before, but go on. Possibly. <laughs> so when you're using Instagram, you're going to connect, then you're going to create, then you're going to consume. Babe, I literally came up with this last <laughs> week. <laughs> but all three, I thought you came up with two. I added in the third C. I'm going to trademark that. So when you get on Instagram, you need to create connection with people. People like... Like I forgot for years that like you should probably comment on people's shit, <laughs> but and then consume all before you start or sorry create before you start to consume content because yeah. when we start with consuming then we see that we're just starting to mirror people we're getting pissed off because like somebody got more likes than we did on a post or little things like that so you know create your connections create your content and then start to use it so if you still have time left after you've done that then use it for pleasure. If Yeah, for sure. And I think too, just over time, switch how you view social media in terms of making it more about business media. You know, if you're engaging with people, make sure you're engaging with your ideal clients and less maybe your friend's cute puppies Instagram account, right? Like make sure you're actually being productive on there. Be- Unless she's paying you. Unless she's paying you for sure, then you can comment on the cute puppy account, but all day, all day, every day. (laughs) But ultimately, like if you're just commenting on your friends and your family's shit, and then you're worried that your Instagram isn't growing and then your following isn't growing and your client base isn't growing, then what the hell are you doing? Stop commenting on the people's stuff that doesn't matter. You know, go visit the cute puppy in person and get to work when you're on the gram. Yeah, I think that's really fantastic. You know, if you have questions about, you know, scheduling your day, definitely let us know. Jump into the the Momentum Lab community. We'll extend an invitation. We talk about this stuff a lot. You know, time blocking and being more productive with the time that we have is something that we work with all of our coaches on because, 
you know, when you have all the time in the world and you start to get busier and busier and busier, and now maybe you have a hundred clients like some of the people in our community, you know, structuring that time is even more important because when you have little time, you got to make the most of it Mm -hmm. and you got to make sure that you're just not like, I have so many things to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to scroll Instagram. Yeah. We always get caught in that for sure. That's if you're doing that, it's okay. Don't worry. (laughs) We've done it too. And everyone does, you know, it's just about giving yourself that reality check and trying to get really clear on what is it you actually need to be doing every single day to get towards your goals and how can you capitalize on your time? Because time is the most valuable resource we have. Truly, you don't get it back. Um, So we really just need to make the most of it. Absolutely. So thank you so much for giving us the time today. Love and appreciate every single one of you. And we will chat with you soon. Bye for now.